Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> We're working here. We're working here. <laughs> Live from New York. <laughs> it's the Women's Running Podcast. We're going to do a taste test. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one's yours. Oh my god! So something that we did, and I'm sorry if this is not not ASMR. It's weighty. It's weighty. <laughs> uh, if we were recording live this whole time, the amount of mukbang that have been going on because <laughs> yeah. we've eaten our way so through much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's chef kissing. I'm chef kissing. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would feel the same if I were you, to be fair. I am very, very, very tired. I have very poorly legs. But it's been, yeah, I'm so pleased you're here because it's very deflating to run these things on your own. And I think, you know, we've said it before, it's so lovely to have the pod squad. It's so lovely mm-hmm. to have this community because I feel like I'm supported, selfishly supported through that, which is wonderful. But to actually have you here in person has been very, very nice. It's been great. I'm going to give you a cuddle live on the pod. That's we never so get nice. To do we never get to cuddle on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 169 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. Finally, it's race weekend. There is so much to talk about with the recent New York Marathon that we've decided to do two podcasts about the weekend, starting with this one, which details the boring bits, aka the running. In our next pod, we'll chat about all the exciting bits, aka the food. So here we are talking about what it's like to take on one of the biggest marathons in the world from how to get there, which was far trickier than you might expect, to the race villages, to actually running the thing. We also, very importantly, chat about the best things we ate as part of the recovery. I ran the New York Marathon with Sports Tours International, which offers brilliant running packages with guaranteed entries to the biggest races in the world. And it also puts on a pretty spectacular after party too. Right, enough of that. Let's get into it. This is a very good time to subscribe to Women's Running or think about giving a gift subscription for that big date in December you might be thinking about. 
because right now, when you subscribe, as well as receiving the best magazine in the world, you'll also get a free exclusive women's running technical tee worth £35. It's beautiful, it's blue, and it says happy running on the back to help motivate you and your brilliant running buddies too. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk forward slash become a member and enter X23WRPOD, that's pod, at the checkout for your free tea. And please remember to send us a pic of you wearing it. Hi. Hello. Hello. You're you're tuning in to us. Well, not live for you, but But for us. It feels live for us. It feels live for us. Honestly, mere hours after you've crossed the finish line. Less yep. than two hours. No, 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 no. Yeah. What? Really? No, 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 no. no Maybe no, no, three, no. three hours? Yeah. Three hours after I finished yeah. the New York Marathon. And we're recording this from our hotel room, 42nd floor. Don't look, don't stand too close to the window. Yeah, it's terrifying. Quite scary. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is honestly how long it took us to basically just get chips. Get chips and a cookie and then get home. Get home largely unscathed. But. <laughs> yeah. we, we've decided, we decided a second ago that there was so much to talk about that instead of doing one podcast, we're going to do two because there's just, we want to talk about the race because despite this podcast not always being about running there's so much to say there is so much to say Mm. so I want to talk about that at length and bore everyone to tears but the other thing that we want to talk about on the podcast is just everything else we've been doing because it's been like an insane few days it's been amazing so don't (laughs) despair if this episode is marathon heavy and we don't talk about uh you know, Empire State Buildings and uh, (laughs) M&M stores and stuff. Oh, it's been so good. Then We haven't actually been in the M&M store. We just just walked past that. That's where I thought that. Um, Then, yeah, don't worry, that's coming. I feel weird because I feel like I'm looking at at the... We don't usually record ourselves. we usually look at each other. In person. Might have to turn this way, actually. Yeah, good idea. Um, so yeah don't worry that will happen that mm-hmm. will happen next week um when normal programming resumes but <laughs> we wanted to do a, a Saturday night live Sunday night live <laughs> from <laughs> the Trocadero the, from the New York New York City yes, from yes. Manhattan <laughs> from Broadway we are actually in yeah hi, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> so exciting so, so exciting what should we do? Should I interview you about it? Or yeah. do you want to just tell me? No, interview me. That's cool. That's okay. cool. Yeah, interview me. That's okay. Fine. My first question I want to know yeah. is uh, last night. Let's actually start from last night. Okay. And we won't give all of the details about everything that we did. Yeah. But how were you feeling ahead of today? And how did it differ from previous marathons? Um, I was super nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, More nervous than you've been for London and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, definitely more nervous than I was for the last London mm-hmm. um and it's just all the unknowns wasn't it it's like I didn't I think that the big thing that I was I was worried about all the stuff leading up to it so I'd been I'd been worried about the travel I'd been there was all yeah. these kinds of things wasn't there but I was also like really worried about um just getting to the start line because it's well I'll get onto it later but it's 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 a fair old trek away and it's not simple yeah um so I was very worried about that and rightly so it turned out um and so the kind of the race itself, I'd pushed to the back of my mind. A yeah. Bit. And then last night I did get the heebie-jeebies because I just... You I did had, a little bit, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So it was just like, I don't, I think it's just the unknowables. It's like not knowing, not knowing what it's going to be like, not yeah. knowing what the train's going to be like, not knowing what, what kind of, it's all the unknowables. I've never, never run in Manhattan before so I didn't know what it would feel like Mm -hmm. so it was just yeah so so it was I was nervous but I did manage to sleep a bit yes so I was pleased about that and we had the clocks going back last night didn't we I was gonna say (laughs) that that's that's the next thing I suppose is that we had to contend with the clocks going back this morning was a bit confusing uh (laughs) I woke up at well I woke up at half four to go for a wee yeah and then 
shortly after Esther started getting up and showering and everything. And I was like, she must have just decided that she's not getting back to sleep. She's just going to go for it. <laughs> it wasn't until you came out of the shower that I was like, you're right, that I realized that you, your your watch had not automatically gone back. No. So my phone had gone back, mm. but I, all my alarms were on my watch. Um, and so I just thought it was, I thought it was like quarter to six, yeah. not quarter to five. But by that stage, I'd, I'd showered and everything. And so I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just get on with it. Yeah. And talk yeah. us through the next bit because... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, the next bit was mm. awful. So, like, when you do the New York Marathon, there are there are three ways. Because we're on Manhattan. So if you're staying in Manhattan, the, the start is in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, bloody miles away. And there are three ways that you can go there and you can go there by a bus or by by a f- by two different kinds of ferry and um and then a bus afterwards and the thing was so i was supposed to be going from something called a mid the midtown ferry and it turns out i think this is quite a new addition to the transportation things because whenever i spoke to people they did the, they, even new yorkers even new yorkers they didn't know what I was talking about. I mean, they knew that the ferry existed, but they didn't know that that was going to be one of the ways in oh, which really? runners okay. were going to be transported to the race. Um, so I, I like, I, I just googled it and figured out where it was, um, and then and and said to Holly last night just before I turned the light out, I just would ask twenty minutes away. I'll walk it. Um, anyway. I walked in the wrong direction. There are two Midtown ferries, there's East and West, and I started walking to one that was closest to us, mm. um, which was the wrong one. And it was, at, you know, half past six in the morning. It was very dark. There were lots of shady characters around, and I was in the middle of New York, and I felt very vulnerable. And it, I, I'd been walking for about 15 minutes, completely on my own, down some really hairy streets, where I was, you know, crossing over frequently because there was just like groups of men who I, no, no one was threatening or anything, but, you know, it just seemed... It's a city you don't know, five o'clock in the morning. It just felt yeah, really, yeah. really bad. Pitch black. Yeah, so um, I felt really, really worried um, and then thought to myself, this is ridiculous. 50,000 people are doing this race. Why is no one... Yeah. walking in the same direction as me I've been told that everyone would be just follow the trainers we have been, been a, told that a lot haven't yeah. we that that was the way to kind of get to the yeah. race was just follow people so in the end I got an uber um no 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 I tried to get an uber and then couldn't because um it w- wasn't picking up on my location so I booked an uber but it came to a wrong location <gasps> oh no has your has your rating suffered as a result uh, pr- probably suffered massively because I booked two by mistake. Oh, Esther. I know. And then I was trying to have an, have a conversation with the Uber driver who had a strong accent and I couldn't understand him. And he was like, I'm here. And I was like, no, you're not. Oh, anyway, God, it was all I didn't know this bit. Oh, it's awful. Big crying I'd be doing at this point. I, so already, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm giving you a medal oh, for, for <laughs> not crying at, uh, on the phone to the Uber man. <gasps> Didn't cry to mm. the Uber man. So you don't have to wear that if it's heavy. It is quite heavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? There was actually, um, there was a lovely woman clearly from New York, clearly also doing the, the race. And she came up to me at around about this stage saying, where do you need to go? Yeah. And I said, I need to go to the Midtown Ferry. And she was the first person that went, Really? And I was like, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I do. I'm, I'm going to try and get a cab. And she went, oh, you want to do... She went, oh, I'm going to go and get the bus. And and a lot of me thought, I wish I'd just gone with her to go and get the bus. Yeah. But I don't think they would have let me on. No, you're right, because they're funny about... Uh, that was the other thing that sports tours had briefed us on the fact that um, of these three ways to get on get to Staten Island, that there are... that. I think you can kind of go at any time a little bit, can't you? But, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. But they are quite strict on the method that you've been booked onto. Does that just happen automatically? Did you just get shoved up, allocated randomly? No, I, I was only given, I was only given that option. I don't know. Of the I, Midtown Yeah, Ferry. it was really mm. weird. And and it, when it was first sort of given to me, it seemed as though it was the kind of the nicest option because of all of the transportation op- options, it was the one that was going to take the least amount of time. Yeah. I think. So um, anyway... I, I double back on myself, walked all the way back to one of our neighbouring hotels, which we'd been to for the race briefing. More on that on the next podcast, mm. probably. Um, 
we'd been there before, so I knew where it was. And they had, oh, they they also had loads of kind of snacks out for the runners, which our hotel oh, had. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. So I went in and mm-hmm. I immediately stole a banana um, to calm my nerves. Good. Thanks. Um, and then after speaking to people there, then managed to get a cab to the proper ferry. So I was, anyway, so I was at the ferry, but I was at the ferry, incre- even despite all of that, I was at the ferry really early. So I got on the 6.45 ferry, which was a remarkably nice ferry. They really know how to do ferries here. Oh, I'm so jealous of the fact that I've not done a ferry while we're here. Mm. And again, I suppose probably more on that later, though might be worth us trying to get a ferry tomorrow. I think we might do it tomorrow. Yeah. This one, the Midtown one, I don't... So the last time I was in New York was in 1999 and I took the Staten Island ferry, which is the one down the bottom, like near like World Trade, Trade Center, kind of right yeah. down around there. Um, and this one that I took uh, was from the kind of the middle of the island. Um, and it was just so whizzy and whooshy. Um, and we all had seats, you know, so it all felt felt nice. So I, you know, I was able to sit nice. down um, and, and, and then, yeah, it whooshed down in between Manhattan and Staten Island. It whooshed right down the middle um, and then, you know, past Statue of Liberty. Very so it's cool. all, it all felt really, really lovely. So that was really nice. Took about half an hour or something. And then we get off at the other end. And then we are picked up by buses, school buses, yellow school buses. Simpsons like, school Simpsons buses. school buses. Yeah. It was so cool. And there were just dozens of them all kind of, you know, and every single American movie or TV series. It's those yellow buses and there were just loads of them. That's very cool. It was Even so in The exciting. Sims, you get picked up in one of those. There you go. Yeah. It and was then you really... become nothing and then you come back at three o'clock again to your house. Oh, I don't you don't know. get to go to school with them. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was always a bit gutted. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Buses. I know Angela Rippon or whatever her name is. No. Ooh. Do you mean Angela Rippon? She's doing some good dancing at the moment. Yes, no, I'm thinking of, um, <laughs> what's that? What, who's a famous it? Christian Guru Murthy? <laughs> also on Strictly. I'm trying, actually, you're right. I'm just trying to think of a, of a good interviewer. Yeah. You, Esther Neiman? I'm no Esther Neiman right now. But <laughs> you've, do, you've, you've, you've done the yellow bus. You've yeah. arrived Staten Island. Yes. Uh, what's Staten Island like, first of all? Um, oh, my God. Again, it's like it, like every single bit around here looks like a bit of a movie yeah so there was a bit like there was a kind of a bit of a jam with the buses and stuff and that that, which is fine um and uh so we were sort of sat in it for a little bit and it meant I was just sort of like looking at all these kind of clapperboard houses so again like something out of maybe something out of big or something out of um I don't know it just it just looked like a classic American suburban you know that, that so that all of that was was quite That's lovely, so cool. and I didn't start taking pictures because I just thought that it feels as though I'm encroaching on people's privacy kind of thing. But it was oh so lovely. Um, so that's what that bit was, and then we got we got dumped off at the the race village. Bit more walking than I would have liked. Um, race village was quite complex, but everyone, all the volunteers were very, very lovely. I mean, everyone is lovely. Everyone's well, lovely. We'll talk about the only people who have told us off and not been lovely to us in the next episode yeah 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 um <laughs> but generally everyone is so lovely so nice mm-hmm. so I was like I I've when I finally got to my little bit of the race village there was that woman that was going water Gatorade coffee and I said like, oh mate you're amazing she was insanely that's good. great proper American people being really American and lovely yeah Americans are in general I mean we've we've I suppose uh, I I don't haven't really met too many American people, a few, um, but not too many before our pod squad and all the American yeah. pod squad. You guys stateside, mm-hmm. our side Outside. now at the moment, yeah. um, are completely dreamy. And I thought that it's just that we've got a really lovely lot, but actually that is kind of the vibe of everybody here. Yeah, so that's just so great. We we also uh, have a lovely lot. Yeah, I was going to say, you're basically saying that the pod squad aren't. Yeah, you guys are bastards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it really is like everyone's just really, really nice. Yeah. Um, So I want to ask you (gasps) about something that I shouldn't already know. Oh, I know. (laughs) 
tell you what happened in the village, right? Okay, so tell I, what happened in the village. I, I go to this, I, I'm in the blue village and I was walking around there and the first lovely thing to happen was that I was just, I was walking along and a woman came up to me and she went, oh my God, you're Esther. Which was, I mean, bearing in mind how many people are running the race, it was just, just lovely. a bit insane. Mm-hmm. And so this was... Oh, I'm going to have to check. But I think her, I remember that her name was Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a selfie and I should put that up on Instagram. And she lived in Florida. And That's she, really nice. And she'd listened to the podcast from like episode one when it was really bad. An OG. An OG. Before me. Before, before my time. Before even Hall. Yeah. When it was like super bad. And so she's been with us all that time and she was absolutely lovely. So that was that was really nice because um, she didn't ask for it, but I did actually say, "Can I have a hug?" Because <laughs> I was feeling quite kind of solitary and a bit lonely and a bit. Oh. It's quite scary navigating New York on your own. Yeah. I've been the wobbliest today as well, and all oh, I've had to do is, but all I've had to do is walk around and try and find the race. But it's yeah. I've I've felt quite wobbly today as well. It's yeah. on your own. It's quite, yeah, with it's the two amazing, of us, it's brilliant. Him, but, but it is yeah. yeah, it is it is a bit, which I guess is another upside of coming with a tour company or something so that you yeah. don't have to do everything on your own because it's a little bit scary and I have to say actually I would have been a bit sniffy maybe about sharing a room because that's what sports tours offers as it's yeah. kind of like standard, standard thing, thing yeah, yeah. You, that you share a room but um I would definitely do that yeah. if I was coming here because just to have a buddy to talk through what you're going to be doing even if your races are like even if you're going to be doing you know in different corrals and things like that, that to just talk through how yeah. to get there to be there for for some of it to meet up afterwards I think that's invaluable yeah and to have you here it makes so much difference like I had no one in London really and so you know I just it's so nice I'm actually I'm really glad that we're together and it's a really lovely spacious room I'm sure more on this next week as well but Mm. it's it has been really nice because it doesn't feel quite so like you're a tiny little dot in this huge city yeah it feels like I yeah I know that I'm alive and I still exist because you do and you're next to me so it's like okay it's fine (laughs) yeah and and I I knew it would be fine you know it was like meeting up with you afterwards like Mm -hmm. you being there that all went very smooth very smoothly it's just it's just been so lovely to have you there on what is actually you know it's physically an uncomfortable Mm -hmm. experience but it's emotionally like fuck and Mm -hmm. so to know that you were there at the end of it was really really kind of grounding because I was just like I need I need someone and there well I'll come to that in a minute okay come to that in a minute because what you what you want me to talk Uh, about yes is right there I am (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't clap on the podcast um on uh, Dave tell us off yeah okay Um, I'll tell me off um so yeah I just said hello to Delisa and um uh, and there was an announcement and it said, um, you know, in every village we've got Gatorade, we got Dunkin, not Dunkin Donuts, just Dunkin. Just Dunkin. We got SIS, we got this, da, 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 da. And, um, and we got therapy dogs. And I was like, what? What is that? And I, I am, I was like 98% on the verge of tears at yeah. this point. And, and you know, I'm not a massive dog person. No. But I heard that and I thought Hollywood absolutely go mental for that. I would have pushed women and children aside. (laughs) (laughs) And at that moment in time, I just thought, I'm going to, I, you know, my, my cousin has a therapy dog and I just thought, right. And and she's very lovely. And I thought, Mm -hmm. I I need some of this. I I actually need some therapy because I feel so... I felt like I'd, I'd been rung through the mill all that morning. I'd felt yeah. like I'd been through lots and lots of emotions and I'd felt very, very stressed, very anxious. And my heart was pumping and all this. So I queued up. Um, didn't have to queue for very long. And I was um, therapized by Wally the cockapoo. Oh, how long do you get to sit with Wally? Um, a good five minutes of ear fondling. Okay. Yeah. Thought that was going to be a bit longer than that. I was hoping. Yeah, I mean, he he did. Still great. It was great, and he did rest his little head 
on my knee. I have seen a picture and he is <laughs> heaven. He is a, oh, a, a, a right old curly Like a little one. chocolate ice cream yeah. boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's really, really, really nice. And we didn't talk about anything apart from dogs. So I was with, there was three of us sharing him as a therapy oh. dog with the owner and the other two were dog owners and they really missed their dogs and that's why they wanted to come. And one guy was oh. from, I think he was from like Sweden and he, he looked as though he was just about to cry because he missed his dog so much. And that's why he'd come over. Oh, it was just, God, yeah, it I was... would have been in bits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have been able to run after that. Yeah. I'd have given myself a sinus infection when I'm crying. <laughs> it was, I was choked when I came out. But it was, yeah, it was really, really, really lovely. And weirdly enough, like I think I left and I immediately needed to go to the loo. Yeah. And then that all got sorted out. Wally. So, so Wally, Wally sorted you out. Yeah he, yeah. he kind of massaged a bowel movement out of me. And yeah. I was like, oh, Wally, you're amazing. That's what the therapy dogs are really there I for. I think they are. So yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that is better than anything I've ever heard at a race village. Mm-hmm. So UK races, I think, need to step their games up I know. A bit. I was, I was the, the other one, the, not the Swedish chap, but the other woman who was also missing her dog, she'd done loads of marathons. And I said, I've never heard of this. They don't have this in London. She went, they don't have it anywhere apart from here. Oh, I know. Well, it's a real New York another thing. reason to be obsessed with New York. Amazing. Yeah. And you got, you, like, they just had the, the, the loveliest volunteers that were handing out bagels and you could choose between plain or cinnamon and raisin. <gasps> I know. Oh, my God. And then just What load- did you have? <laughs> cinnamon and raisin. I was gonna say that sounds like you but then also yeah. it does sound like Esther to be like oh dear there's kind of stuff in it yeah be like oh I'm not sure I might just go for it. Yeah, yeah 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 I went for it because sorry that sounded like a negative impression. no 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 it was only it, it I would me. do exactly the same it's yeah. a slight fortune telling thing of like oh, something awful might happen yeah. but I, 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 knew, I mean fine. cinnamon and raisin bagels are never that's that. a bit of you they're that's not a bit of you. it's a bit of me but they're not very cinnamony and they're not like raisiny yeah. are they they're all, they're quite plain it's really. pretty safe you're not playing with fire it's not like that's having fine. a cuttlefish <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me feel good. And oh, prune yeah, bagel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Famous cuttlefish bagel. <laughs> Red with From Junior's relish. Oh, God. Oy, oy, oy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so bagel fine. in hand. Bagel you, in hand. How was cup it? Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Yeah. Wally the dog Wally in your, back, in your yeah. backpack. Yeah. How was... You, you go to a pen or here, known as a corral. Corral. Um, yeah, it was all fine. I, I I had to sit around for a long time because I got there so early. So I sat in the, actually the sun came out and that was really quite nice. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I made a really lame attempt at doing some kind of stretching. The other people around me doing some very professional level stretching. and I, was I saw like, someone doing press-ups on some scaffolding. Fucking hell. Yeah, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. I did a bit of like, you know, a couple of hip circles. Yeah, though. That being said, this was when I was at the mile 16 cheer zone. So, like, he can't have finished unless he ran it in about 45 minutes. Oh. And he can't have been at the start line. So, like, maybe he was just doing that. <laughs> I thought it must have something to do with the day, but... Uh, and I think that's Maybe it was thing. just a flex. We're, we're definitely going to be talking about this in the other podcast because, you know, a big, a big bustling major city like New York... <laughs> has lots and lots of lovely people in it, but it's also got lots of mentals. Yeah, I was going to say Are we allowed that, to say I, that? I, I, I didn't you know. You guys know, you know. Yeah. We're not nasty, but yeah. <laughs> it's just some people are a bit mental. Full of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, so I was, it was, it was quite weird. You have like a little village, village, there's an area with loos and bagels and dogs mm-hmm. um, that you're sort of sitting in. And then there's another area that you go in and go into your, Corral. I don't know whether I'd. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. Rude. That's all right. I no, don't know whether <laughs> I don't know whether I'd want to um, leave the bagel dog new area. I didn't, no. I didn't. So I went there for the very at the very last minute, and we just um, so. But yeah, it was fine. Got into the pen. Um, yeah, for for anyone that wants to do New York next year, um, I definitely I would like we had a race briefing before and I was just saying to Holly, I think one of the things I would have, I would have loved to have, and it's my fault is because I didn't actually read the book properly. If I read the book, I might've kind of got an understanding of that, that there were three separate villages 
So I didn't didn't realize that at all. And that the color, like if you're put into different colors, like at Vitality, for instance, or at the London Marathon, the colors kind of indicate what what kind of pace you go at. But here the colors didn't, they weren't to do with pace. It was just a way of kind of delineating you. So it was more to do with the, the number, no, the letter of of the bit of of your wave. I mean it is I didn't realize this but it is I believe on sports tours's head if it's not true because they said this to me. <laughs> it's uh, the biggest marathon in the world. I think it could well be because yeah. it, it was 50,000 yeah. and I think London Marathon is more about 40,000. I think it's 40, yeah. I mean it was it was insanely busy. Mm-hmm. And there is a, I, I do like the fact that they had those three different areas because it did kind of, it didn't feel quite so busy. And as yeah. soon as one, like I was in, I was in wave E and as soon as like D had gone, for instance, then all the loo cues went down and, you know, so okay. as, as each one went, mm-hmm. you had more you space yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So that all felt, it felt really nice. And yeah, so we got into, into the pen. Um, and then, and then very quickly we were kind of, well, it wasn't very good, but I think we were in there for like 40 minutes, but it didn't feel like 40 minutes. No, cause you're um, getting excited and they're playing songs. There were songs. Mm-hmm. And, and also I was, I was worried about like, I was worried about feeling really cold. And the other amazing thing that I did, that I didn't think was amazing at the time, but it is, it was, was I bought hand warmers, disposable hand warmers. Oh um, my God. I didn't know you'd done that. Yeah. Little um, ones where you click the thing in it. It's e- even, they're kind of worse than that because they're, they're like tea bags. And I saw that other people had them too. So it wasn't, I'd got them from Amazon. Um, and they, you just sort of do that to them. And Ooh. they, it was such a good idea because obviously I suffer really badly from cold hands. And I, as we walked into the pen uh, or before I opened them, I was shaking from cold, but also from nerves. Aww. Like, re- like you know, when you do big shakes rather than just... Yeah, I'm really sad that I wasn't there. So, well, you... But I, I, just, I was really like this. Mm. And so I just thought, I just need to calm myself down. Open these things. They last for 10 hours. <clears throat> so I was just clutching them inside yeah. my clothes. And the, that, the combination of that and possibly Wally's therapizing mm. really... Calmed you down. Sorted me out. That sounds great. Yeah, it was really good. And then, yeah, then we started and it was like... They do Frank Sinatra. Yeah, what's, I was going to say, what's it like going over that start line? So they play Frank Sinatra. They do. They throw apples at your head. They, they don't, but they chuck bagels into the crowd and shout. They do. Hey! <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. Everything. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Okay. Um, but definitely, yeah, loads of, um, loads of Frank Sinatra. And then within like a minute, you are running up the biggest fucking bridge of your life and I had been warned about it but it was in in, like really intense that your first mile is upwards and and I I hadn't really clocked that that the 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 first mile marker was when you just plateau at the top of this bridge so your first mile is actually quite tough um so yeah so there was that and there, there was... The, That's a bit mean, isn't it? It is a bit mean. And mm. you'd cross... I think you cross five bridges in total and every bridge is up and down. And I know that's statement being obvious, but I must admit, coming from a UK perspective and, and from a Southwest England yeah. perspective, I didn't even consider the length of... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Some of these bridges, there was t- 
two in particular, that first one, and there was one a bit later, just before I Were saw you. Were they like miles long? Fucking really long. Ooh. Well, the, I mean, that first one we did was like two miles long because it was one mile to the I dog. Don't know one one. Well, what about the Seven Bridge? Seven Bridge. That's probably a couple of miles long. Yeah, that's going to be pretty long, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I've never run it. And it looks flat. Yes. Seven Bridge. I think the Seven Bridge is flat. Unless you're going over the old Seven Bridge on a windy day, then it's probably like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, both, there was, there was that one and there was one, yeah, just at like mile 15, just before I saw you. And that was kind of covered. But that again, that was up, 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 up. Yeah. Um, there was even a volunteer at the at the peak of that one going, everyone hates this hill, guys. Don't worry about it. You're here now. You know, okay, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a... Uh, Oh my god, the p- things that people said. It's just, anyway, so you start on that, you start mm-hmm. on that big long thing, and then you're straight into, you run through five boroughs, <clears throat> and I, you remembered. What I they remember are. them because I weirdly love in a new city learning all of the sort of geography and like yeah. I love. I'm obsessed with tubes. <laughs> I love working out all the different things. So uh, you have Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Manhattan. I think those are the was? five. Correct me if I'm wrong, any New Yorkers, any Americans who are listening, but I think those are like the five main, maybe the five. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're at least the five central boroughs. Yeah. Or the five boroughs of New York City. Yeah. And, it, and then, yeah. And and I can, it's really, because like Holly asked earlier on, like what was the best one to run through? Yeah. And I... Uh, sometimes I couldn't differentiate sometimes really helpfully like when we ran into the Bronx someone was holding up a sign saying welcome to the Bronx and it was like oh thank you very That's much good. and someone did welcome to the Bronx <laughs> <laughs> it's been for you <laughs> <laughs> there was quite a lot of time so. um uh what was the and on one of the other ones it was either Queens or something and and mm-hmm. there was there was someone that said there was another sign that said, "Oh, you, you, you're leaving this borough now," which was nice. Yeah, um, but I only, I only had the wherewithal to take one picture of one sign and not yeah. the others, so I, I just can't. Yeah, remember. you had "Welcome to Brooklyn." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You showed me that. One. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a lot of it was through Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, it was that. Um, and it, my overriding memory of those early bits was, as we've discussed at length. Um, uh, an overwhelming stink of weed. Yeah. Mm. So we fa- we turned up when we turned up. We were walking when we first. We hadn't even got to the hotel. We were like, "Cool, stinks of weed around here." Cheech and Chong vibes. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Everyone was on the jazz cigarettes. <laughs> it's just like absolutely everywhere. And I'm not keen on that as a smell because I've never been able to cope with it. We were saying now that weed is more generally accepted. I had to look this up because I was like, maybe everyone's just brazen as hell around here but <laughs> i think it is legal it's certainly legal to possess and smoke yeah um here why don't they start working on genetically engineering it so that it smells nothing yeah. or of like clean co- like a yankee candle that's called clean cotton <laughs> or something like that yeah yeah the stink of it is I, it's, it's really I find it really really super unpleasant mm. um but because because it, they're just really out and they're just that's just what they're doing yeah so there was a lot in the early boroughs there was a lot and I found that quite off-putting but it then was honking it was really honky but then but the, <laughs> but then I do remember like as I said like in London Marathon I remember mm. that wasn't a weed smell that was just normal fags and I, I would rather smell weed than I, I would chiggies. Yeah, because the mm. weed, you're not getting a puff of smoke, which you're just thinking, please don't smoke there. It's so unfair. It's all going into my lungs and stuff. Yeah. And I, there was, I could never actually see any smoke or anyone actually smoking. It was just an, yeah. it was like a, I always think like to, a room fragrance. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tobacco, I always think lingers as well a lot worse. Like if someone's making a cigarette near you, then it's like going to stink of cigarette for ages. Yeah. Whereas if someone is smoking well I guess in this case it's probably blunts isn't it where it's not even got tobacco in it it's just like straight up blunts look at you look at my you weed know language things. oh my god um, the, um, I'm just a New Yorker now <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's what they call it in New York actually um but I guess that is like when it, yeah when that if that's got no, no tobacco in at all then I do think that you, it hits you in the face but then it's gone quite quickly oh maybe that's what it maybe, is maybe yeah. I, yeah. I don't maybe know maybe I'm wrong but mm. well it was yeah it was a bit grim 
Mm. Um, that's what it feels like walking around. It feels like you're like, oh my god, and yeah, then it's gone. It does. It does. <laughs> it's just it's so overwhelming. Yeah. There was lots of that, um, but there was there was lots of kind of there was lots of kind of film set moments, like running past, like you know, lovely kind of clapperboard houses, running past those kind of brownstone. I mean, that's a bit further in. Um, oh, kind of stuff with fire that, escapes going down the side yeah oh just my like God, sex and city cosby show it was like oh friends. my god friends yeah. yeah all of them just just amazing apartments mm-hmm. um and some of the bridges were incredible and actually the bridge that i went over before i saw you i think that was my favorite one because queensborough um, bridge yeah mm-hmm. i think so because it's it was very very all the bridges are, are, are nice and quiet so you yeah don't, you don't get the the the, the intensity of everyone shouting um, and this one's closed at the top. I don't know if this is the right one. Um, but it's got kind of pillars along the side. And along the side, you could see the new, you know, the Manhattan skyline. You could see the financial district and stuff Gorgeous. like that. And it was, it just looked lovely. And it was a kind of, because that was at mile 16. And it was like, here's a little reminder of why you are currently in pain. Um, and it was, do you know, it was, it was very, it was weird to run. Um, what what felt different about it than London was was the volume of the cr- of the runners mm-hmm. did feel significantly more, um, but also the enthusiasm of the support definitely more so than London. And Lon- I thought London was insane, but yeah. here was was definitely more. Um, but they, there's, there was also a touch of the kind of what race have we done where it's been badly kind of managed in terms of like the um, barriers and stuff that, that I think that in some of the boroughs, Ooh. people were so overexcited about the running. Oh, I tell you the one that I had the most of that recently was UTMB when um, oh, Courtney. it was at the Courtney corner where she was literally like, I mean, she lived for it and so did everyone else that was going through, but you were having to like push people out the way because there was no space. Yeah. It, yeah. So going into definitely going into the Bronx and going into Brook no not Brooklyn going to Bronx and going into one of the others mm-hmm. that the as you go into that borough yeah. the crowds were so crazy that they'd gone or so excited that they just moved closer and closer and closer so the the funnel with which we, with through which we were trying to run had got yeah. much more squeezed and I, I like in those early boroughs I got really cross because mm-hmm. I was just like can someone police this because it's slowing everyone down. We were all slowing our pace. You could see that everyone was getting a bit kind of naffed off. Yeah. Like enjoying it because, you know, it meant that there was lots more shouting and screaming and um, more music. And... But you don't want it to be at the detriment of the runners, do you? Yeah. It felt, it just, then it, why are you there? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there were a lot, <clears throat> um, I did notice there were a lot of um, guided runners. That was, there were huge amounts of guided runners. Mm-hmm. Um and so there were, there were lots of people that needed support with them as well. So, and I think that kind of got yeah. impaired slightly when kind of when you're on a squished funnel and stuff like that. Much f- fewer, less fewer charity runners mm-hmm. um, than London, or, or, or um, at least um, in first dress. Yeah, there, I didn't see it apart from I saw some Marvel people. I saw Marvel people. Yeah, there were Marvel people. Um, but yeah, agreed. And I was thinking about this. Mm. I don't know from the perspective of an um, of a US runner, but um, I mean, still, I suppose the entry fee is quite expensive. It's very expensive. But yeah. I was just thinking, if you were going to do New York Marathon, and you and absolutely no shade to anybody who has. I still think it's an incredible, incredible thing to do. But I guess if you're coming from the UK to do it, mm. the cost of hotel, flights, all of that stuff, I mean, I'm gonna throw it out there again as a little bit of a cheers, guys, for hooking us up with this amazing thing that yeah. going with sports stores genuinely or or doing a going with a with an organizer is is I quite a good way of sort of covering all of that in one thing. Yeah. But it is it's a holiday almost at that mm. kind of cost. Like it's a real, it's a real um, treat to yourself. I'm really cautious to say that because obviously you're putting yourself through an insane challenge yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But um, I suppose doing something like that, it must be a bit more difficult to raise money for charity for something like that when it's like, mm. oh, but you know, I I've, think I- I've put a grand into doing this and like I could have... Yeah. 
I could have given that to charity. You know what I mean? I think yeah. people are people who are here. I got the vibe. And there are definitely people raising money for charity and it's incredible. Mm. But I do think that the people who are here are here because of this. It's a destination marathon. Like it's yeah. just incredible. It's yeah. It struck me that the people mm. that were raising money, there was a, there's a charity called, I think it was kids charity. I think that's what its name was. Mm. So I think there's official charity partners. Yeah. Which I know that the other big races have got that like London marathon always has a charity partner each year and chooses that one. Um, but it felt very much as if, people were running for those charities rather than, you know, like at London Marathon, you get people that run for their own personal. I mean, I know that it's usually within that there might, they, you know, there might be hundreds of runners that are running for like mind or running for like, yeah, you know, um, sort of cancer research or something. But, but you the, would pick your charity based on something that was important to you. You yeah. wouldn't necessarily look who, <clears throat> who's the charity partner for the event. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I there were, there were less of that and there were definitely less, Definitely less people dressed up as fruit baskets and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't really see any of that apart from those Marvel people. Mm. Um, I think those were the only ones that I saw. But yeah. what was your, I'm going to ask you, what your what was your highlight and what was your low light of the actual course now at this point? Because yeah. I asked you straight after the race and your low light was very much getting yeah. lost at the beginning and not knowing yeah. what was going on. But of the actual run, mm. best bit, worst bit. Um, oh God, that's, that's quite hard. I think the worst, like, because I found this, I found it so painful mm-hmm. actually. And, um, I'd say I, I, in a big sweeping thing, I'd say that the worst bit was probably the last seven miles. Yeah. And that, um, that wasn't to do with what I was seeing. Um, it was just that everything was really like my, my left hamstring was really seizing up my feet were beginning to really, really hurt. Um, and my mind was playing silly buggers mm-hmm. and I, I, I just couldn't trust what I was telling myself. And I kept on, I was almost sort of in the moment thinking, what would Josie say? What would Josie do? You know, trying to yeah. remember the things that she would have said to me. And I knew it was a mind thing. I knew that, you know, Although like physically my body was saying, you know, like your, your hamstring is going to break in, in the, mm-hmm. and, I, and I knew that it wasn't going to do that. It was just going to be really painful mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was just seizing up. And I was like, right, just have, do your, do your things, have some water, have some, you know, some electrolytes have, you know, da, da. Um, and I tried my very best to, to carry on speaking, um, tried my best to sort of stay um, in my kind of race thing that in my moment where I have, <clears throat> you know, every three miles I take a gel yeah, and it takes me a mile to have the gel and where it began to fall apart was just after I saw you at mile 16. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was the point at which my GPS and, uh, the mile markers that you see, that's when they really started to slide away from each other. Oh, so no. up until then it had been, I'd, it had been within kind of a couple of hundred meters. First mile was spot on, second mile just a bit further out, da, 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 you know, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just after then, it really began to be quite far, but like almost half a mile maybe. Um, so that becomes quite depressing because, you know, Garmin says... Have your gel now. You've done 19 <laughs> miles yeah. or whatever. But and you, I'm like, mm. oh, I've got to wait another half a mile to get there. So it just, it felt quite, ugh. Is that just because of the sheer size of it, do you think? Because... No, no, no. The GPS is absolutely fine. Um, it, it, it was it was great. It's because you're weaving in and out. Yeah, sorry. That's what I meant, I mm. suppose. But I didn't put that word at all. Sorry. But I suppose just because it's like there are so many people mm. that you're going to be. Yeah, it yeah. felt it was much harder to stay near the blue line. Oh, there was a blue line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in London, I remember in my first, the first time I did London, that I veered off the blue line a lot and yeah. I ended up doing 27 point something rather with that first one. Second one, I stayed really close to it. Mm-hmm. And so actually in the end, my Garmin and that were quite spot on. And this, I really tried to, and I couldn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I kept on so being, just lots of wiggles. Lots of wiggles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, I guess that the worst bit was just how I felt. Because mm. I did, I found it physically really hard. Definitely the hardest one I've done. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't really know why that was particularly. Because you know, like I was saying on the way here, what I, the thing that people will kind of warn you about before you do it is that it's kind of 
hilly and it's it's not it's I think it's only 800 feet of elevation which isn't actually that much over the course of 26 yeah. miles it's not much at all um obviously you do feel it when you've run quite a few miles and then you've got mm-hmm. another bridge to go over and, and the hills are all the bridges oh, apart from there's also I think the when you get to sort of five miles before the end and there's a bit when you're on Manhattan where there is just a relentless two mile slog up hill and it's a gentle incline but uh, as we all know gentle inclines when you're a mile oh like my gosh I mean it running in general <coughs> on a gentle incline is oh, not my preference it was awful but all the other ones that was the uh, that was almost the worst one I guess because of where it was but all the other ones were fine because you always went up and then came down and I I really like that because that was not like London because yeah. London is so flat that you very rarely had that the that lovely release and relief of when you you know go over the top and then you've got a lovely kind of downhill to kind of you know treat your legs to yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I kind of I quite like that. But by the time I saw you, um, the running downhill was actually more painful than the running yeah. uphill because it was it, the, that was what was kind of really affecting my hamstrings um oh yeah really really super painful and um, but in terms of a good bit mm. um there were there were loads of good bits and i don't know it's kind of like like i loved i loved the volunteers the volunteers in their pink jackets mm. they were like to a person so enthusiastic Aww. and I, I like london marathon they're enthusiastic but here it's just because they're just it's different. It's bigger. It's yeah. Kind of, it, the much more. It felt felt personal. Yeah. It felt like they really were invested in you. Oh, that's as runners, really which lovely. Was lovely. Um, and what you could see, and you know that you you just see the skyline as you're coming. And I tried to. I did the really shit shaky cam and stuff like that. But seeing it was like you know when I did London, I loved doing Cutty Sark because that's my old stamping ground, and then I loved the last couple of miles because you then get like London's best bits. Yeah. It all crammed in and everything. Um, But here, because you keep on seeing glimpses of that Manhattan skyline, you you know, and it's so iconic, which I know we throw around quite a lot, but oh, we love to say iconic, (laughs) but it is iconic. So that skyline is just incredible. And it, and it sort of doesn't feel real, you know, when you first see it, it's like, it feels when we like first a postcard. Saw it when, we, when we flew in. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I yeah, know. It does feel very like, it's bizarre because it's like, it's, um, it's so iconic. It's mm. so recognizable. Yeah. But it's also nowhere I've ever been anywhere near. Yeah. And so it is, it is bonkers. It's completely mm. bonkers. There's so much here. That feels completely unreal, yeah. doesn't it? And that felt like it just felt like you were running closer and closer to a painting. And then every time you remembered and told yourself, actually, no, this is this is real. You are running towards it. It's not yeah. a film set. It's it is actually real. It did that was a kind of a breathtaking moment when mm-hmm. every time I saw it. And I took pictures of like loads and loads of like ridiculously tall skyscrapers and stuff, but I have no idea what they are or you know where mm-hmm. they were even. But it was just like bloody hell because you know, you turn around a corner and suddenly whoosh, you know, huge. I keep doing things. that. I've got loads of weird, but I mean, my picture of my chins underneath the Trump Tower earlier. Because <laughs> yeah. I was walking to spectate you. Yeah. And then I was suddenly, uh, when I, I just showed a picture of us in a tower um, yesterday and I texted it to Doug and I made him guess we were. And we yeah. were in the Empire State Building, but he was like, oh, Trump Tower. And so I thought, oh my God, I'm actually at Trump Tower. So I was like, I had to take a quick picture. Um but yeah, I keep doing that, just sort of stumbling upon things and being like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm just doing a quick little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do feel, and I shouldn't, because I think we should never let fear of not being cool. Yeah. Like, just fucking go for it. But I guess because we live in a big tourist city. Yeah. I think probably other than London, like Bath is definitely up there. I yeah. guess Edinburgh, maybe there are other places in the UK, but Bath is is definitely probably in the top sort of five, maybe tourist yeah, yeah. cities. Um, and we also do quite a bit of work in London and seeing family in London as we grew up in London. So seeing, going to those two places, often I'm like, 
fuck off because people <laughs> yeah. are, I don't know, standing in the way while you're just yeah. trying to walk to a train or something. <laughs> yeah. But I'm never going to do that again because I love being here and just being really silly and yeah. and not ever for a second thinking that it's not cool to be enthusiastic and excited about something. Exactly. And when, when we've done that. past the Empire State Building and be like, Ugh, oh, don't look yeah, at it. Then whatever. Yeah. And, and isn't it lovely that the, also that the, there is a kind of, there is a sense of um, pride mm. among the people that live here. Um, but it's, it's a kind of, it's an inclusive pride. It's mm-hmm. not a like it's, yeah, it's us. It's our thing. Like you might get in Paris. It's not oh, yeah. like that. It's Sorry to the Parisians. Sorry, um, but it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a kind of a, a sort of, yeah, of course it's amazing. And can I help you? Do you want me to take a photograph of yeah. you? Yeah. You know, I mean, even to the Londinians, you know, mm-hmm. I think that often in London, things can feel a little bit less friendly to tourists maybe oh my god yeah. yeah yeah whereas yeah genuinely there are a couple of of moments where I felt a bit like oh I'm in someone's way and they're cross with me mm. or whatever but on the whole yeah everybody just wants to take a picture of you bring you more coffee yeah. give you a hug it's so great <laughs> it's so great it's so great it's so great I've got a thing I want us to do on the podcast now what's that so this is going to come in to your last bit okay. I'm steering you can also we don't have to do steer I have no thoughts uh we're going to do a taste test oh yeah because oh, oh this one's yours oh my god so something <laughs> that we did and I'm sorry if this is not not ASMR it's weighty it's weighty <laughs> uh so at the I was following Esther <laughs> on the app which was actually review of the app Really good. Brilliant. I was standing next to a boat called Clive when I was watching you <laughs> and he was struggling to get on his. Oh. Uh, but I had no problems with the app at all. It was great. It was really, really easy to follow you. And I know from uh, things popping off on the Discord and stuff that all the pod squad were following you as well mm. and, and could see where you were. And it was really accurate. That's nice. That was really cool. So yeah. I got to watch you because that will go into this next week but I suppose my one thing slightly as a spectator sports tours were great and we had a little cheer zone and that was that was really good but that was once you'd run past that it was a bit like I can't it was so busy and it was so difficult to find other places to be so it was really good that the app was good so that I could actually see you going around and work out where to meet you meeting you at the end was so smooth so smooth it was that is shout out to was it Joanna? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. And apologies if I've pronounced that wrong. Because various, my mother-in-law is a Joanna. And when people Joanne her, she gets very cross. So, Oh, I think she but is a Joanne. She might be a Joanne. I never know whether you pronounce the... I think it's Joanne. It's Joanne. Yeah. Well, shout out because she was invaluable before we, we yeah. left. She dropped us a line and was like, this is where you need to meet. I mean, all of your New York recommendations have been incredible. Yeah. But... Joanne dropped us a line and was like, this is where you should meet afterwards because you won't be able to contact each other. It will be like that manic thing when you're in a um, concert or something. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you, you can't, you, find, you each can't find each other because there's too many of you. Um, and we met in this little playground where I did feel like a bit of a creep because <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be like... Loads of kids there. Yeah, yeah, in parks in the UK, like, I guess people hang out you get teenagers drinking cider yeah. you'll get someone pushing a two-year-old on a swing you'll get an old man bird watching or something this was like just a play park for children yeah um and I did sit there for quite a long time probably looking quite suspicious Sorry. um no don't worry um but it was really easy to find you then and then we went just round the corner the best part about that yeah was it was next to Shake Shack which we can talk about as well next time. Next time. <laughs> but it was also right next to Levain. 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 Which was recommended by Kate. Yeah. Friend of the past. Oh, Kate. She said, go there, get a cookie. So there, we went straight there and um, we were just looking at things. It was very busy. Mm. And it, very- was, it was okay to get out of Central Park, right? I mean, it was oh, yeah. busy, but... That's no, fine. We're, mm-hmm. all, we're all traveling the same direction, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, we we walked into this this bakery, this kind of legendary bakery, and um, and there was a woman working there, and who who spied my because I was wearing a ridiculous orange poncho, 
um, you're given this orange condom. Yeah, mm. dreadful orange poncho, which I will keep forevermore because it's amazing. Um, I had that. I was wearing that. And she said, she said, oh, come over here, choose your cookie. You're going to get one free. <gasps> free. She was so lovely. She they were lovely. so kind to marathon runners. In fact, everyone in New York was like, you guys are legends the yes, whole way. all the way. It was great. Um, so we went and got these free cookies. Yes. I did realise yeah. while we chomped, yeah. uh, I didn't really ask you about the atmosphere in Central Park. I kind of skipped over that. Like, what were the crowds like in Central Park? Oh, lovely. That was really nice because it was so nice to come out of, like, when, once you've done those last two miles going upwards, which are, which are well, it's not last two miles, I think it's about 21, mile 21, 22. Mm. You've got a couple of miles that are going upwards through Manhattan, not nice. No. Um, but then you get into then you get into that lovely the lovely area that we were in yesterday where it's the museum yes. kind of row. Um where Michael told us is not the real New York. Oh, really? But he was like, You need to go to Coney Island. This isn't the Oh real yes. New York. Oh yeah, he did, he did. <laughs> we loved it. We did. Um so it was kind of running along there, then you go into Central Park and it's it's a relief. It's a really it's so nice to be out of buildings and mm-hmm. into park. Um, and then you know it's the final stretch as well. Although it's much longer than than I gave it credit for, because I'm sitting there just going, "Oh, this is the final stretch." Here we are. Final like, stretches in New York. Fucking I mean, two and a half miles stretches of stretch. are fu- fucking long. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Right. Cheers. What one did you get? I got classic chocolate chip. Oh, and I got oatmeal, which is a very Newman thing to do. <gasps> oatmeal raisin. Cheers. Cheers. I'm gonna just take a little bit here. Yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> How big are they? Mm. Okay. Mm. Thoughts? Thoughts <laughs> crumbly. <laughs> All over the hotel floor. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's good. Never going to be able to finish it. No. Certainly can't eat it now. Oh, it's really good. The chocolate is actually, you would like this chocolate. That does. That's a very dark chocolate. This is it? dark chocolate. Mm. This is not like sort of Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. Oh, no, this is lovely. I have eaten some fluff with it. <laughs> there you go. After oh, beaten This that's- is called. I believe mm. uh, when I think when people do ASMR eating, it's called mukbang. I think it's a <laughs> Korean term. I believe I might have got that wrong. Mukbang. Oh <laughs> I think that's what God. it's called. I'm going to double check, but I I think that that is. I'm worried about what you're searching for. Here. Mukbang. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> it's Korean. Oh. <laughs> Oh God! What am I doing? <laughs> you, you don't I'm scared. I'm do. honestly terrified about hitting, clicking the wrong things here. That I'm going to get something really weird. Oh, it's also a song. Oh, I okay. see, which is why it's confusing. Okay. Uh, it combines eating and broadcast. Oh Christ! So that's exactly what is we're doing what right now. Mukbang, <laughs> eating and broadcasting at the same time. I'm going to have one more bite of this and then you're 100% right. It's going away <laughs> it until later because we're supposed to go. to go for a lovely, we're going to a party now, which yep. I'm sure we can talk about next week. Yeah, we are. We're, yeah, we will talk about it next week. So um, part of the sports tours thing is that they arrange for everyone that's run to go along to the Hard Rock Cafe, um, which they hire out for drink and cool. food it's gonna be very very cool i've not been to a hard rock cafe since I was about 15 i've never been to one because my mum was always like that's really expensive yeah oh god it's mm. gonna be well hopefully it's going to be amazing but we will report back mm-hmm. um i'm sure we've got loads more to talk about but again we're gonna do another pod we've got so much to talk about like what we did yesterday we're here until tomorrow as well so. i know <gasps> the amount of if we were recording live this whole time, the amount of mukbang that have been going on. Because <laughs> yeah. we've eaten, eaten our way so through So much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's chef kissing. I'm chef kissing. Sorry. <laughs> mm. But I'm so proud of you. It's the only you. thing that I wanted to say before, because I know we're gagging to go and I'm gagging for a glass I of really, Prosecco. I'm, I can't imagine yeah. how much you must oh be. Oh, my God. I actually really need a beer. You had a beer last night. Mm. And I- I had a Budweiser, delish. Yes, taste did taste slightly sweeter, less malty than I think it does in the UK. But mm. it's meant to be. It's an American beer, isn't it? So I must, I must have got that wrong. No, no idea, no idea. But yeah, thank you, and thank you for being here because I mean I've loved every second of it. But <sighs> I do just, feel yeah. a sense of um, elation and joy that you've done what we really came here to do, and you did it so well, and it was amazing. I'm just really fucking pleased it's over. 
Yeah, I would feel the same if I were you, to be fair. I am very, very, very tired. I have very poorly legs. But it's been, yeah, I'm so pleased you're here because it's just, it's very deflating to run these things on your own. And I think, you know, we've said it before, it's so lovely to have, it's so lovely to have the pod squad. It's so lovely Mm -hmm. to have this community because I feel like I'm supported, selfishly supported through that, which is wonderful. But to actually have you here in person has been very, very lovely. It's been great. I'm going to give you a cuddle live on the pod. That's so nice. You never get to cuddle on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way, you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.